Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by AD. Looking for something new to listen to that you'll absolutely love? Check out The Table is Ours. The title basically says it all. TV industry insiders Kirby Dixon and Amira Luwali felt like the podcast world was missing the kind of in-depth conversations that they wanted to hear from their black faves. So instead of asking for a seat at the table, they built their own. The Table is Ours is a podcast about all things black. That's black identity, black excellence, and black success. With amazing guests like Michelle Williams, Karamo Brown, Uzo Aduba, Questlove, and Tay Diggs. The Table is Ours features open, honest, and real conversations about the ways blackness informs and elevates identities and the culture at large. Don't miss out on these important conversations. Reserve your seat and subscribe to The Table is Ours wherever you get your podcasts. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 192 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Back in the booth with me today is Zoe. What up, Zoe? What's going on, Corey? What's up, the I love family? All right, man. We're joined by a special guest. He graces us with his presence maybe, you know, once, twice, three times a year. So we definitely have to take advantage of it when he's available. Since it's a bye week, I think he's available. He has a few minutes. None other, <laughs> none other than the plug, the equipment manager, the man, Quez. Welcome back, Quez. What's going on, Quez? What's up, everybody? Yeah. How's it been, man? How you been? I've been good. Been good. Been doing all right, man. Been staying busy, keeping my head in the game, all that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, I know, man. Everything, so. With life, coupled with you know being with Coach Prime in the squad, I know you stay busy. <laughs> have to, <laughs> man. Stay busy. You never know what he's gonna come with. Never know. It's like a box That's of chocolate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, you know, obviously we're heading into a bye week. Let's start with this past week of practice. Let's start talking there. Just you know, coming off this Delta State game and heading into this bye week quiz. Let's start with you, man. What's what was practice like? What has this week been like so far? So this week been pretty good, man. A lot of energy. A lot of a lot of good stuff going on, a few changes and stuff. So 
you know, the players pretty hyped. You know, they excited. You know, they worked on a few things from previous game with Delta State and what they could do better on. And then they also worked on some things for uh, Alabama and them. So, you know, it's been pretty good, man. Expect some changes and stuff. So, can't wait for y'all to see what they've been doing. They've been working pretty hard, too. So, yeah, it's good to hear. Quez, since you mentioned the guys are uh, pretty excited about practice, one quick question for you. Um, with the way the uh, office has been looking, what's the uh, feeling you get from the players in regards to how the office has been so far? Uh, I feel like they look for more, if that makes sense. I feel like they, they're they hungry for just, uh, just some type of difference. So okay. that's what I think they're looking for as far as like the offense. Okay. I know I know we talk about the offensive line a lot on the show. That's where it starts. So are you seeing them? And I know you can't give it all away. We you know, we have everybody listening. We have the fans, the faithful Jack State fans. We have the opponents. You better believe you know the opposition. Oh, yeah. opponents, the, I know the coalition <laughs> as we call them. <laughs> the coalition. They're listed as well. But without giving it all away. I mean, are we? Can we expect some tweaks or just anything different from the offensive line? Let, let me ask you this first before you answer that, because as fans, I know we, you know, can kind of be upset with the play of the team and where the area where we think can be improved. But how are the, how do the players feel about their play? Especially, let's start with the offensive line. How do they feel? How do they assess themselves? How do the, the offensive line? Um, I feel like they are pretty hard on themselves. There'll be some changes there too in the coming weeks as far as like Alabama and them going forward. So, but uh, I think they assist themselves as far as like who can give more, or how, how how much, you know, you can do at practice. So it just depends. And, and, and also depends on like how they come at practice too. Cause some days one guy might be better than the next and all that kind of stuff. So you just never know, but every guy just got to stay on the A game and just keep pushing, man. Mm-hmm. And coach, coach prime, he always talks about accountability you know, I, I heard him telling Shadur, like, you know, hey, I don't care if that's your friend. You got to tell him he needs to block for you. I don't care if that's your friend. You got to tell him, you know, he needs to run the right route or, or catch the catch the ball. How What is that accountability like amongst the players? Does it always take the coaches calling them out? Or do you feel like that they hold themselves accountable and, and call each other out and, and kind of look in the mirror and assess themselves on what they need to do to improve? Well, I feel like the coaches do a pretty good job of, like, pointing it out and getting on them. But they are starting to learn how to, like, kind of do it themselves. You know, we got a few leaders on the team that step up sometimes and, you know, kind of get on their guys about what they need to be doing and what they're doing wrong and, you know, fixing something and or just being locked in and paying attention, you know, stuff like that. So we got some pretty good leaders on the team that like to step up and make sure their counterparts are accountable. So it's pretty good to watch and see. And Chris, with the uh, with the defense, um, which they've been they've been really really stout. I've always been curious because of the way that we play. Um, do they actually practice, or do the coaches harp on create more turnovers in practice? Like, is that a focal, uh, is that a focal point for them? They actually harp on all that stuff. So the coaches' main thing is getting to the ball, uh, making sure they're getting stops, making sure they're getting turnovers, uh, being fast, smart, tough, as you, as you know. Yeah. Um, and DT, he's a pretty good game manager, so um, he stays on the guys about, you know, getting turnovers, staying on your job, watching your assignments, uh, looking back, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we're going to be straight, man. Yeah, um, um, one thing I, I did notice, too, you know, with, uh, with Coach Prime, you know, going to this bye week, you know, listen to, you know, the or watching, rather, the video that he posted on his page in regard to, um, you know, 
needing more from the offense and knowing they this team could be so much better you know than what they've shown you know when he mentioned the Delta State game about you know this was a you know a padded stats game and how we have so much room to get better I, uh, I was I was pleased to see you know him actually relay that message to the team and I think it was right on time especially going into the uh the bye week um now I know we can't really talk about injuries and I only really want to do that regard on this open forum, but you know, do you feel like with the guys that we have missing, you know, getting a, do you foresee us going to the next game, getting quite a few guys back that were nicked up? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. You, you guys going to see a lot of guys out, back. They were out. So um, this week and next week were, well, this week and last week were their weeks to rest. And you know, they also have next week as well to kind of take it easy and get ready for the game. So you guys gonna see a lot of people back. Uh, Lotto, he's coming back. Um, who else was out? That was a big name. I know Caleb uh, Graham. Yeah, Caleb Graham, Tony Gray. You know all those guys coming back. So you're gonna see a good a good amount of you know starters from the get, beginning of the season back. So they've been getting them right and getting prepared. And when you know, I know we we have a pretty deep team, and we Zoe talked about how we went to you know at times our third unit in the Delta state game, but we had Cam Silman on the show and we asked him what it was like going up against the offense in practice. And he said something interesting. He talked about how, when the first unit goes up against the scout team, how tough the scout team is. And one guy in particular, he called out was Allah Brown. He said, he's it's tougher to stop Allah than it is in the game going up against the other team's first unit. So and that's, a, that's a guy who I've been looking out for, but I know right? any guys who, we haven't seen hit the field who are really showing what they can do in practice, who, you know, we could expect to, you know, if not, not necessarily in the next game, but just guys who haven't, we, we haven't seen yet, but they're showing a lot of promise that, you know, they're going to do some damage sooner or later. Oh yeah, man. We got uh Ala Brown over there. He's a pretty good guy. Uh, definitely a dog. Um, he goes out there and get a defense fits, uh, real mean guy on the field, at least. Uh, and then, you know, we got Craig Davis <laughs> over there as well. Uh, working them guys out, man, getting them fits too. So it's pretty cool to watch uh, the scout team and uh, how they make the defense work, you know, because they're going to make them work now. They're going to put them to work. So, and the same thing is for, for the defense too. So, and then, you know, there's a lot of talking doors going back and forth. Uh, guys just saying whatever, just to get it, get everybody else hyped and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's pretty fun to watch, man. So, yeah, they have a lot of fun out there when they playing too. Even though it's serious, they have a lot of fun too. Mm. And, you know, on scout team, we also have Kevin May. He's a pretty good running back, um, pretty speedy guy, shifty or whatever. And Donovan Hunt, I don't think many people know about him. Yeah, he, um, yeah he's a track guy. Yeah, he's a track guy. Yeah, we do. Very fast, yeah, very fast guy. Um, then we also have uh, Caleb Jolibet out there, too. You know, yeah. he, he ran track. I think he was a two or three star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of the fastest guys in Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. One of the fastest guys on the team, too. So, you know. Yeah, they uh had a, they had a little race though. I think it was him, Eric Simmons, and Quay Davis. Man, them guys mm-hmm. speedy guys, man. So wait a minute, Quay Davis was in that race too. Oh yeah, yeah. How how did Quay Davis hold up in that race? He came in, I think, second out of the three. Whoa, I'm shocked. So so baby Dez, there's Brian Junior. He has some. <laughs> <laughs> he has some speed too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all them guys, man. They they gonna be right. Then they got the hill over there, uh Coach Prime making run up, so they gonna, oh, they gonna yeah. get a little faster too. Let's throw it back to the Walter Payton days. <laughs> I know Zoe was excited about that when he found out about the hill. Yes, sir. Oh, and you know what? Speaking of the hill, how's the uh how's the uh the other practice field coming along? 
Oh, it's coming on fine. The grass is starting to grow and, and, and come into its own and come into one. So it should be getting ready to be done soon. One of these days, man. But it should be soon, though. So sure. what do you think? How How is it going to be utilized? Uh, if you know, if you don't know, that, that's uh, fine. I feel like we'll be able to get more people reps, like first team, second, third, um, special teams, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's going to be utilized to, like, just keep everybody moving, keep everybody going, you know what I'm saying, like constant and, you know, up-tempo and stuff like that. So I feel like Coach Prime is going to kind of get creative with it. You know, you never know with him. One day he might want to want special teams over there on that field only, and one day he might want, you know, First offense, second defense over there, and first, second offense, first defense on the, on the regular field. So you never know, man. He's going to get creative with it. And look, and you mentioned some of the other scout team guys. Um, I noticed uh, the previous two games, you know, well, started the Tennessee State game. We we had a J.D. Martin sighting, and uh, didn't play in the ULM game, but got in quite a few times uh, and had some kickoff returns as well in the uh, Delta State game. Uh, the chance we're gonna see more of him as well as uh, Desmond Moultrie. Actually, there is a chance that you might see both of the, both of those guys. You know, we got some we got some things we're gonna do with them and uh Sweet. try to get them some touches out there. So you know, you, you should see them soon. You should definitely see them soon. The coach is trying to get them, you know, acclimated to the game and stuff from last previous game. So that's why you guys saw them out there. But you definitely should see more of them in the coming weeks. I want to go back to something before we move on. I want to go back to this race and this team speed. <laughs> I have a question. I don't know if you answer this. I've been wondering this for a while. Who's the fastest player on the team, in Great your question. opinion? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> Eric Simmons is pretty fast. I know people Eric who haven't really played yet. But I, I, Eric, I was about to say, that's what I've, man, I've been told. Eric, Eric Simmons is the fastest. Wow. Eric got some speed on him, man. I wouldn't have thought between, that. It was between him, Warren Newman, and Nugget. So I Nugget's like in the mix? Yeah, he, he pretty fast. But I feel like the fastest are going to be uh, between Eric Simmons and Warren Newman. Wow, and I never would have thought you know, that. He's he from, he from the country, man. They know uh, how to run. Delta. Yeah, all they do is run. <laughs> <Wow>. That's, <laughs> That's all they do. And the other thing I wanted to ask you, just about the special teams, can you give us any optimism about specifically the field goal kicking you? I mean, do you see improvement? Is that something that they put a lot of focus on? Oh, well, they got a new guy coming out to help him out uh, that was in the NFL. So uh, there is going to be some improvement going forward. Uh, I feel like they just get a little rattled. Like, they some good guys, man. Like, they, they can kick it at practice, but maybe in the game they just get rattled or something. I'm not sure. But, you know, I feel like if they just settle down, they'll be all right. And, and, and question for you, because um, some shady, at practice, I know it's practice, what's the uh, length of his kicks? Cause I was told he's doing uh, like about 40, 49 yards. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? He's around. Yeah, he's around between forty and fifty yards. Wow. He, he can de- he can definitely kick it now. Just got to work on that accuracy. Yeah, yeah, and he'll be all right. But, but that man, he definitely got a leg on him for sure. Wow. And this secondary man, I know we rotate guys in and out of that secondary. I call it plug and play. So what what is that? I guess competition like is there are there any set starters or is it week to week if you miss a you know if you're late for practice you you're out of the rotation like what's the mindset behind that? Well, with DT is week to week. It depends on how you <laughs> practice, how you how how you act at practice, your behavior, what you do at class, showing the means on time. It's all that factors into who starts for that week. So and DT stays on them pretty hard about that. You know, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're not gonna play. Period. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, buts, no arguing, none of that. 
And the way it's looking, you may not back, get man. you may not get your job back because, like I said, it's plug and play. You you put <laughs> a guy like Wiggins in, and he played well. I mean, hey, that is it's Wiggins spot. Hey, <laughs> so it's it's up to you. You want to get out there and do what you got to do for the week, then hey, you get to play. Wow. Well, um, and, and and linebackers, you know, we have two mainstays there, and they're putting up numbers, man. But you know, talk about uh the possibility of even like a. Jeremiah Brown and, and Baron Hobson actually getting in to get some burn. Man, I'm excited for Jeremiah's future, man. That boy right there is something else. He's something wow. else. He's different, man. He he got a mean streak on him when he's out there on that field. Like, he's a, he's a pretty nice, calm, collected guy, like, out, out the field. When he's out there, man, he's something else, man. He he knows his assignment. He know what he needs to be doing. He know what to look for. And he go out there and get it done. He a dog, too. He going to hit. He definitely going to hit. <laughs> Ooh. And the quarterback's. I know we had to go to Cray Lyles uh, in this Delta State game. It seems like he was just kind of tossed in there at the, at the last second. I don't know if he was expecting to go in. Uh, you know, obviously, it takes some time to get settled. But what does he look like in practice? Because he's a guy who's played a lot of football in his career at the at the highest level and mm-hmm. even at the FCS level, at the highest level of FCS. So what is he looking like? Because yeah, in his yeah, first yeah, game, I was told that he was – yeah, I was told so that he was a guy who could, you know, if need be, he could step in and get the job done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, man. He's a he's a pretty good, well-rounded guy. Um, he's actually a big motivator. And he's actually a big believer in our offense and what the guys can do. And we should be putting up more points and all that kind of stuff. So, um, he's gotten a lot of touches this week, and you know he's been practicing pretty well this week himself too, as long as, as well as the other quarterback. So, and you know we have a dodge out right now, but he should be back in like another month or two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about dodge. Yeah, dodge. Yeah, Andrew, yeah. but he should be back. That's good. Yeah. And, and one other question, being, you know, being that our defense has been so stout, um, just kind of want to uh, get an idea of do the offensive players or the, or, or the team as a whole, do they feel like, like how we feel in, in the sense of they, do they feel like they're on the cusp of an explosion from an offensive standpoint? Like they know like, Hey man, we see how strong the defense is. If we could just, you know, turn the corner with this offense, they know that we'll be a seriously, like, dangerous team. Like, do you get a feel of that at practice? Or, oh, or players? Yeah, I definitely get that feel. It's definitely there. They definitely know, like, you know, there's a lot of potential there. There's a lot of things that they can do there. They they, they know, that, like, they're just right there. There's one more thing I got to tweak. There's one more thing I got to fix. I just got to go a little bit fast. I just got to be a little bit smarter. Like, they know that. So, that's what they've been working on this week and probably next week, too. And speaking of next week and beyond, let's let's forecast. Let's look ahead a little bit. Well, first, let's go back. How do y'all, if we were to, you know, kind of assess the season three and one, and I'll start with you, Quiz, is, is that how would you grade the team based on that record? Is that where we thought we would be? Is that a little bit ahead of where they thought they would be, a little bit behind, or right about where they thought they would be? Uh, I would say defensively we are about where we need to be a little bit ahead. Um, so those guys are pretty confident. They're pretty, they know what they're doing. Um, they're pretty set in what they need to do. Offensively, I feel like we have a few more steps to go before we get where we need to be. Actually, so, um, I, but I feel like we're on the way. We're on the way, man. I'm, I'm positive. I got a lot of faith in them. Um, I know the guys can do it. You know, they've been working. So, I feel like they're gonna do it, man. It's gonna be soon. I feel like fans gonna get exactly what they've been looking for and waiting for on the offense. So, you know, they just well, let me ask you spark. this. Let me ask you this about the offense because you know they've struggled at times, but you see them in practice going up against this quote unquote SCC defense. So, how do they look in practice going up against that defense? Does what does what they do translate over not translate over to the game at times, or is it inconsistent in practice as well sometimes? 
Uh, I feel like there's times where it does translate over, but then, you know, you have those times where um, things get a little out of order or shooken up and, you know, it just kind of blows up sometimes. So um, I feel like for the most part, it does translate pretty well to the actual field in the game. Um, you know, the guys expect a lot and look for a lot. So, you know, they're pushing. They're, they're almost there, man. They're going to get there. So, Well, i tell you what, Corey. Uh, to me, um, I broke it up into each group. And, you know, we're three and one. And like I said before, I think if you took a poll of all Jacksonians, if you tell them, hey, after the first quarter of the season, what would you see Jackson State's record? I think we were all jump for joy to be three and one. Now, I have to add a caveat to that. There's a thing called the eye test. Mm-hmm. So, I, I personally, I feel like the defense, because we, we've played outstanding, but because I saw those two bad lapses, because if we didn't have those two bad lapses, man, this team would be averaging literally a touchdown a game. which Giving is Giving up a touchdown a game. Yeah. yeah, which is outstanding. But because of those two lapses, I'm, I can't give them an A+. Plus, but – for the first quarter, I'm gonna give them a B plus because they. I just feel like they would really have an A if they just stay focused in the whole yeah. entire game. But I really yeah. believe, but I really believe this defense is capable by years in of getting an A plus. I really believe that. Yeah. Uh, office offensively, we being that this is a different office from the spring and with so many other moving parts, um, we have seen potential to what we really could be in the Tennessee State game because we did put up points. Um, right now, I'm going to give the offense, I'm going to give us a C plus right now okay. for, the, yes. for, the first, for the first quarter. And yeah. spe- okay. special teams, now granted, I know people are, are automatically going to think, oh man, with well, a field goal kicker, we've missed kicks. Well, right now, Slim Shady is two out of four for the season. And we have Bailey, who just had one field goal attempt, but he missed his. So basically, we're two out of five on the season for field goals. But special team encompasses everything. Our kickoff team is great. Our punt return team is one of the best in the country. And we're great on kickoff return as well. So when I encompass all of the special teams, I'm going to give us a B plus. And compared to how we've been in the past, that's that's a 180 from what we've been in the past, you know, two to three to four seasons. So all in all, B plus on the defense, C plus on offense, B plus on special teams. That's a that's a pretty darn good average. So and to have that and still be three and one, if that offense turns it around like we assume that they can, and it doesn't have to be a high powered offense. I think if they do that, I can see that offense, you know, that grade trending up. So I'm excited to look to see what we do going forward for the rest of the season. Okay. Okay. Good grades, man. I'll give all of them C's across the board. Just because I know <laughs> just because I know their potential and what they can do. So, you know, I know yeah. defense could be even though they've been locked down, they can be a lot better. Yeah. Same thing with uh special teams too. And of course offense. So all of them get C's across the board to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so having said that, heading into the season, we probably all expected this team to be uh, you know, team that's going to win the SWAC championship, win the East and go on to the Celebration Bowl and win that. So now that you have a a bit of a sample size, how confident are you in your earlier assumption going into the season that this team would win the SWAC and go on to the Celebration Bowl? Are are you still 100% confident or kind of waning a little bit? Man, not at all. I'm 100% confident in my team, man. I know what they can do. I know what they're capable of. I know their potential. So 
I'm confident they can pull it off and that I'm confident they actually will do it. All we got to do is just get past these next few opponents and be good, man. So you so haven't like, seen anything that that's, so far it, in the games, in the practice, that's kind of having you to have uh, your second guess there to have doubt? Uh, as far as making it, nah, man. Like, I do feel like the O-line could do a lot better as far as, like, blocking or whatever, and, and there's some things they can work on. But I feel like once they work on those things, man, we good. We we, we, we in there. We do championship bound. Matter of fact, celebration ball bound. So. Well, I got my blue and white glasses on, so <laughs> always. <laughs> so, so yes, I, I'm I'm very eager to see what this team. Yes, I believe, like Coach Prime asked, I believe, and and, and to and to touch on something that Quay said a while back, I I'm gonna echo that. I trust these coaches, and mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a long time since I can actually uh I could actually say that. Like I actually trust these coaches, and um to see um you know not just from the game but even you know during practices watching coach talk to the kids watching the way he tried to inspire the kids you know even with things outside of football and then also to watch the response from the kids you know to when he's speaking this team seems like they're a, a single unit and again you know, from an offensive standpoint, we've seen glimpses of what we could be. And make no mistake about it, as good as this defense is, we still haven't played our best defensive game. Right. And also because of how and also because of how good this defense is and could potentially be even better, everyone with two eyes with any sense or any type of average football acumen could can know that this offense doesn't have to be a high powered offense. Like literally, if this offense could just be consistently and put some points on the board with that defense that we have, man, no one can stop us. Yeah. And I think pretty, and I think all the schools in the swag, they see and know that too. This offense really comes if we if we get it around. And I do think I believe I know we've already played FAMU and that's a conference game, but that was the first game of the season. Now we're getting into what I would like to dub swag play. It's a whole nother season. And this bye, I feel is the demarcation point going into swag play. I believe this team is going to be fine. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But, you know, there's, you know, you never know in the sweat, you know, it's possible for everything. So we'll see how it all goes. All right, fellas. Well, hey, you know, much, much needed by week. Uh, we know it came at the right time uh, heading to swag play, uh, heading against, you know, big game in the East that could, you know, really have uh, you know, championship title implications. You know, we'll see. Uh, but we know that, you know, if, if you don't win this game, now you're playing behind, you're behind the eight ball and you're depending on other teams to lose and you don't control your own destiny. So so I say it's perfect time for us to, you know, have that buy heel up and uh, get an extra week of film and just, uh, you know, just uh, practice it and everything that comes along with having that extra week off. So uh, Quez, man, we appreciate it, man. Anything else you want to drop on us before we let you go? Because we may not get you back on for another year. So give us all you can while we got you. That's right. No, man. I just I appreciate everything you're doing, man. I appreciate the podcast, all support from the alumni fans, everybody, you know, for the team and stuff. I appreciate everything y'all doing. You know, keep showing up, keep showing out, keep being loud at the games. The boys love it. They appreciate it. They look for it. You know, so just keep doing. Everybody just keep doing what they're doing. Keep working. Everybody keep pushing, man. That's all I ask. So speak on that some more, Quiz. This crowd participation, the noise. Like, tell us what you know. Let us know. Do the players. Feel it? Do they see it when the crowd gets involved? Yes, they, they the see it. They look involved. for it. They, Talk about they, it. Yeah, they hunger for it. They look for it. They need it, man. That's what pushes them. You know, it's 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 one thing when you're pushing yourself out there, but it's another when you got like a crowd of thirty plus thousand. 
you know, cheering you on and yelling for you and, you know, kind of having your back, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what gives you that push, that go like, oh, man, like, they, they room for me, so let me go ahead and do what I got to do, you know? It just gives you that push, so everybody need to be loud. Everybody need to be obnoxious. Everybody need to be in the stadium, locked in, focused on the game, rooting the boys on, so that's how I see it. That's how I feel about it. They feel the same, so it's just up to the fans now. Now, that, that was a good answer. That, that, was, that was a cool answer. But this is Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. You got to get all the way down. You got to keep it all the way 100 real. Like, let's hear it. Do the players notice it? And if so, do they say anything? And if so, what do they say? Like, let's hear this Tiger Talk quick. Okay, I got so. They do notice it. And if you're not cheering, they're going to be like, man, what, what's up with our fans? Why they're not cheering? You know, we kind of need that. You know, that, that's when you'll see the players kind of trying to get the fans to kind of get up, you know. I don't know if people notice it, but I'm sure, I'm sure they do. They kind of trying to notice players, kind of like trying to root, make them get up and root and be loud and all that kind of stuff. So they definitely look for it, man, and and, and they they want more of it. So bring your best game every game. There you go. Right. Hey, I like that. Bring your best game because we we expect them to bring their a game, and we disappoint uh, them when they don't bring so they, it. And now they, they expect the same from y'all. Absolutely. So, hey, well, well, I gotta be intentional. Uh, Di love family. Every third down, we need the vet to be as loud as it can be. Rocking. Every third down, Super we need loud. to be so loud that if the, if the team we're playing is on offense, because of us, they get they they get a false start. Mm-hmm. We need to be the the I hate to even say this, but we need to be the twelfth man on the field. Like for real, the vet yeah. needs to be rocking every third down. Yes, everybody needs to be loud. Like if you can't scream, then have a noise make or something. Just do something. Jump, stomp, scream, yeah, whatever you got to do, just be loud, be crazy, be obnoxious, run the other team off. Is it all right? Sounds good. You got it, Tiger fans. Y'all heard it here first, man. Y'all, y'all heard it from well, I say the horse's mouth because he's right there with the team, he's talking to the players <laughs> and he sees it. So, all right, let's take heat. All right, fellas, well, appreciate it, and uh, we'll reconvene definitely again before the season ends. All right, I appreciate you guys. Y'all be safe and have a good one out here now. Yeah, I love you. Yes, And that'll do it for episode 192 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I believe. Hashtag pack the vet. Hashtag the I love. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.